Welcome to The Screen Queen, the show where I'll be talking about your favorite TV show or your favorite movie. You'll just have to listen to find out. This is your host, Samantha Parrish. Well, hello there. Welcome back. Glad you're here. It's It's been a while. And it's okay because I haven't been here for a while. <laughs> I have an episode that is way overdue to be published, but... That episode is taking some time, and it's, trust me, it's going to be worth the wait. But until then, I thought I'd pop back into the podcast closet and bring an episode of Trailer Time. And holy shit, do we have a trailer to talk about? This took me by surprise to see the long-awaited sequel that's supposedly retconning the other Exorcist movies. I have heard about the sequel to The Exorcist, and it's been kind of vague. The only description that it gave was it was going to be a sequel to the 1974 movie. There was no details about what they were going to do. Was Reagan going to be there? Was Chris going to be there? Uh, were there going to be any other characters from the other sequels that they retconned? Like, looking at it, they're trying to go for a fresh start. They basically are doing what Terminator did in a way. And when I saw the trailer, I was I was shocked. Even though the movie has not come out yet, it does look like they are clutching onto the coattails of what is regarded to be the most terrifying and controversial movies ever made. So before we talk about The Exorcist Believer... Let's talk about The Exorcist. The Exorcist has had a very interesting history to its legacy. It became a film that changed the way that horror films are today. There was a lot that went into The Exorcist. There was these chilling moments, literally and physically. There were physical problems on the movie between uh, having the temperature down, freezing the actors, and um, Ellen Burstyn's injury that she sustained from the film that like messed her up for the rest of her life even as I'm speaking looking at The Exorcist it's a film that makes you question if you want to watch it I have friends that have told me that they have refused to watch it because of the possession plot to the film you know a movie is doing something right if it makes you question, am I ready to go down this path? Am I ready to go into this film? Once I see it, I can't unsee it because of the reputation that it garnered. Even me. It took me a while to watch the original Exorcist. I had seen clips. I saw pictures of Reagan. I'm like, oh, I'm not about that. I like sleep. I don't think I'm going to watch this quite yet. But when I did, I'm glad I got to watch it and respect it for what it provided, what it was all about. I could really understand all of the layers beyond the plot, beyond the screen, everything. It's one of those films that you just have to wait until you're ready to watch it. And well, after, what's it, like 50 years, almost 50? Oh my God, yeah, that's true. We're about to hit probably 50 years because it came out in 74 and... The Exorcist Believer is coming out October 13th, 2023, so it's about to hit like a major mile marker for a pinpoint of a uh, history of legacy. So, with all that mentioned, what is Exorcist Believer? 
all this time, there's been talk about a sequel and it's been teased. They put up the picture. The first picture I saw uh, looked like kind of grudge-esque because you see a big thing of stairs and you see this head peeking out and I'm like, oh, oh, I feel that feeling again the first time I, I saw a picture of the exorcist. I, I don't know if I want to go through this path. And it looked a little bit like Reagan, but it could have been Reagan because obviously some time has passed. But what creepy little girl are we going to be hearing about? What little girl has had her life derailed at 12 years old? What's going to happen now? There has been some plots with the exorcist that did involve a little girl, whether it was Reagan or was some other little girl in it or teenager, but it was kind of touch and go. The Exorcist is a plot that, like, you can't go wrong with, but if you're going to stick with the same thing, it's got to really stick out. And with Exorcist Believer, with what we were finally given for our final product was not one, but two little girls. Like, oh, double the tension, double the heart attacks. Okay, all right, I'll have my defibrillator ready when I watch the movie. Cool. So for the movie, here's what we know so far. There are two adorable little girls. Like, life couldn't be better. They're going to school. And then they disappeared, and no one knew where they were. And when they were found, one of the little girls says, Oh, I, I don't know what happened. We walked in the woods for a couple of hours. And then her father, played by Leslie Odom Jr., said, Baby, you've been in the woods for three days. Like, there's a loss of time. That's a big thing. I'm not, like, the expert on possession, but... There is a loss of time when it comes to people that have been possessed that it's like once it happened, they clock out. Whoever is possessing them takes over and they remember the last thing that happened prior to possession. But things are looking a little bit weird looking at these two little girls that seem a little bit closer than they were before where there's something that's connecting the two that is otherworldly. And at first it was kind of brushed off, like the same song and dance happened with the original Exorcist, like how Reagan was brought to the hospital for tests, and these little girls are brought in for tests. And then when um, there's more signs of hostility exhibited from these little girls, more specifically how one of the little girls comes to church just drenched in blood, and then her voice changes, it's like, okay, all right. <laughs> It's like what uh, Eddie Murphy said in one of his movies. Somebody better call an exorcist. It's like, I would pay so much money if someone put that in like an edit. I would love that. However, there is someone who was called to help and assist with what's going on. Chris McNeil is shown in the trailer. And we do get a little backstory blurb of some archived interview footage of her talking about what happened after her daughter Reagan got possessed. We do see a picture of Reagan in the window. Still unclear if we're going to see Reagan in the movie. I haven't seen any mention of Linda Blair, but we do have one of the core people from the original Exorcist in this sequel. Uh, Ellen Burstyn hasn't been present since the first film. Uh, after what happened to her in the first Exorcist, when her back broke, and she's like, I'm out, deuces, can't do it, thanks for the paycheck, I got back problems the rest of my life now, thanks. But what a good sport for her to come back, and from what we see, her character is much needed for what's going to happen with the plot of Exorcist Believer. 
we have a parent who is struggling with wrapping his mind around the fact that his little girl has been possessed by evil and having another parent who went through a very scary similar situation is going to help him through but then again who's going to help them it's like ghostbusters who are you going to call what's going to happen <clears throat> we see a very horrific last image as these two little girls have some kind of synocrate Synocracy. They're in sync, okay? I can't grammar that word. Whatever is going on it is going to be bad. We are given a black and white image of what seems to be a very terrifying something coming out of one of the little girls. They had to go for the old black and white saving tactic that you know it's blood, but as long as it's black and white, you can kind of get away with it. But, holy shit. Uh, I gotta say I'm impressed. As someone who can respect the original exorcist i have seen the third film i tried watching the uh spin-off series that fx did where it was like a two-season show of the exorcist it's it's had a very weird history to continue the plot from something that would have just been a one-off film and i don't want to say everything about the exorcist right now and save it for when the original movie comes up or when i do eventually watch exorcist believer but here's my question that I want to leave off on. How is Exorcist Believer going to mention Father Marin and Father Karras? If you haven't seen the original Exorcist, that's okay. It takes time. Trust me, it took, it took me some time to get to it. Father Karras and Father Marin are essentially the heroes of the first Exorcist film that did everything in their power to save Reagan. And we did see a mention of Reagan in Exorcist Believer. They're going to have to do a mention. They, they can't not mention the two dudes who were there from the get-go. I know that Father Marin was in, like, Exorcist 2, The Heretic, which was uh, not so uh, good. And then Exorcist 3 that had um, Father Karras in it. So they have been sprinkled in some of the other films. But since the hit, the plot lines of the exorcist got a little muddled and fuddled it's a fresh start it's a fresh slate we're getting to go back to the original story we have chris mcneil now every game player has got to be mentioned i wonder if the inspector is going to be mentioned um i just feel like they can't not mention father Marin and father Karras. i feel like that'd be like an insult to the original exorcist and it would be an insult to the memory of Max von Sydow and uh, I think the other guy's name was Jason Miller. I'm going to laugh my ass off. I, oh my God, I was right. It is Jason Miller. I'm kind of surprised I got that right. And wow, I'm looking forward to this. As much as it's a little bit tricky for me to be okay with the fact that this is technically a sequel that's expunging the other films, I got to say, they talk the talk and walk the walk. They're doing a direct sequel. It does feel like a direct sequel. We have mentions of other characters. We have characters coming back. If it's going to be a direct sequel, we have to have some of the game players that are still alive. And I'm just surprised that Ellen Burstyn wanted to come back for this film. I'm generally very surprised. And I'm looking forward to see what she's going to bring. More of her story about what happened after Reagan... Uh, uh, was possessed 
as much as like horror movie sequels can be a little bit touch and go depending on how they're gonna go for the story like as much as it's a horror film i don't watch it for the scary stuff i watch it for the story to know like okay how did you put the pieces together what can i connect together it's just like any other story it doesn't matter what genre it is i want to see how they continue it as a writer like that's a major thing for me now i have a huge respect for seeing how those plot points come together but it's also something that i nitpick if it doesn't come together it can't defeat the purpose and from what i see exorcist believer does have a purpose and i definitely believe in it so exorcist believer comes out on october 13th 2023 yeah friday the 13th they went there and i'm I'm so proud of them for actually picking one of, like, the best horror-themed days to debut a long-awaited sequel. And I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to cover it on the show. I'm going to see what friends want to come with me. Uh, no doubt we're probably going to be leaving with white hair, and I am totally okay with that. But thank you so much for being here for this episode of Trailer Time. And now, here is your feature presentation of... The Bad Seed with Anne Lowe. Alrighty, thank you so much for being here. This is your screen queen, signing off. Bye-bye!